0: to the podcock pcast i'm your host the only tyler peacock jam-packed show getting ready to penetrate your ear canals and i have a co-host who's been on a handful of times um capper extraordinaire putting a little pressure on you but west side tommy is here live and full effect what's up
1: What's going on, Tyler. Good to see you. Good to hear from you. I'm ready Ooh. to uh, preview whatever you got to throw at us. And I think, likewise, uh, we, got a lot to, we got a lot to talk about. So let's, let's get into it, huh?
0: Yeah, college football week eight. Uh, pretty good slate. I mean, not the deepest, but we'll touch on handful of the big games this week. We'll do some NFL week seven, of course, uh, the big games there. And we got another UFC pay per view. That uh, I'll be interested to get your remarks on what you think of the card. That's kind of been batted around a little bit with some uh, guys pulling out and things of that nature. But I'm excited for it and some gambling advice. And then if we don't run too long, um, I will. I will do a little NASCAR at the end of this thing. But um, real quick, just um, I don't know your thoughts. Your thoughts on the uh, college football slate week eight this weekend, like. You got a letter grade. You got a one to ten scale. Just your general thoughts before we jump into the games. Well,
1: remember last time I you had me on, I did a football scale. How many footballs? Yeah, I think five was my max. One mm-hmm. would be horrible. Yeah. I would say this weekend's probably uh, probably a two and a half on the watch side, even though there's a couple really good games. Um, but gambling, I think it's probably a three and a half. So. Yeah, I, there's, I some, there's some lay low games out there we can make money on.
0: Yeah, I got uh, – I wrote down four teaser live bet candidates I'm monitoring and then two outright uh, spreads that I kind of – I'm monitoring, but we'll get to that uh, towards the end of this thing. But all right, college football week eight is um, – well, I mean, it's here. Last night, uh, Conference USA uh, kicked off the week. Football's on every night of the week. Uh, for the next, what, five, six weeks in a row. So that's that's exciting. But uh, let's get to the big game preview. We'll go in chronological order. Noon Eastern time on Fox, number 7, 6 and O Penn State on the road. They prowl into Columbus and take on the third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, currently, Ohio State, four-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's painted um, just about every book uh, you go to. high State lay on the uh, four-and-the-hook. The total on this thing currently, uh, 45 and a half just across the board pretty much at every book as well. That's a gracious host. I will let you have the first words on the first game. Penn State, Ohio State, uh, what do you think? Um, bets, anything? Throw it out there. Uh,
1: well, of course, this is the big game. Um, I presume game day will be here, right?
0: In yeah. Columbus. yeah. And, big noon, uh, all- I think all, all of them.
1: Yeah, you know, and I live on the west side in Columbus, and uh, all these Buckeye fans are ready for the Nittany Lions to come to town. I think the Buckeyes have won the last five times that these teams have played. They've won five in a row against them. A couple of the games were a one-point game. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I do. I think we're going to find out a lot about Penn State and a lot about Ohio State this weekend. Uh, Penn State's uh, schedule, I think, has been really soft. It's been great for their new quarterback. I think Ohio State defense is playing really well. I'm not sure about their identity on offense. Mm-hmm. Gun to the head, I think Ohio State finds a way to win the game. Would I be surprised if Penn State pulls it out? No. If you look at the look-ahead line or, uh, back a month ago and, and even into the summer, you could have got Penn State, and I did, at 10-and-a-half. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now it's down, and I've seen some books have it at four and three and a half, and then it got bounced back to four. Uh, I would live bet Penn State if I got anything over 10, if maybe they got down a touchdown or maybe 10 points. I would Anything over 10 points, I would live bet Penn State. And I would probably do the same thing with Ohio State. If Ohio State got down seven or 10, I'd probably live bet them. I think the game's close. I think it's probably within 10 points. Either way, I'm I'm going to go. Buckeyes win the game, but the thing about this, Tyler, and I wonder if you think the same thing I think. I think this the the uh, Big Ten East could be a, a three way tie this year. I could see a High State winning this game, maybe Penn State knocking you guys off, and then you guys knocking a High State off. And I mean you guys, I mean Michigan. Mm-hmm. So I mean, do you, do you see that that the avenue of where it could be a tie in this big? Big Ten East because you know I I think all three teams are pretty good now I would say Michigan is the cream of the crop and the Ohio State's with them this Penn State is a question mark but what do you think because I I think all three teams have a shot
0: yeah I well I mean I obviously think uh, that very easily could there could be a three way log jam at eleven and one and I think the tie break not like the immediate tiebreaker but if that happens I think the tiebreaker could be your Big Ten West division teams you played their combined record so that that would lean heavily towards Penn State uh, with them playing Iowa right now if you, you look at the, like the current uh, win-loss records uh, on the west side also Michigan and Ohio State both playing Purdue and Minnesota this year so that kind of whitewashes uh, those two out in a sense so a weird tiebreaker that we might be um, yeah like you mentioned heading down that road Um Man, I, I think I would see. I, I I agree. Like both defenses are awesome. Um, I think you kind of trust the state. Or I'm speaking for myself when I say you. Um, I think you could trust the highest state a little more this season because they've played the big game at Notre Dame. Uh, they played Maryland already. They're at home, but man, they're they're beat up. Uh buka. He didn't play last week. Uh, High state's on their fourth running back. Uh, now, I mean, those guys could come back this week. Um, and really, I think if Penn State makes Ohio State one-dimensional, uh, Chop Robinson and Abdul Carter, uh, a DN and a linebacker, could flat out rush the passer. And we've seen Ohio State's tackles um, struggle in pass protection. So I think there's avenues for Penn State to win. So like you, I wouldn't be surprised if Penn State goes in this, uh, goes into the horseshoe and wins the game. Um I think gun to head, I would take the four and a half. I think Ohio State wins by three or four right now. Um, I'm with you. I think both sides could be a live bet candidate because I think this is kind of a razor thin game. I was looking at the total. Um, I don't hate the first half total at 23 and a half. Now, if it gets down to 23, 22 and a half, uh, I'll be nervous, but I mean, 13-10, 10-10, 10-7, 13-10, 10-10, 10-7, halftime score. Right? I think both teams um, maybe a little cautious uh, in the first half of this thing, kind of feeling each, other's out, feeling each other out. Um, weather-wise, I, th- I think it's going to be a, a little gusty, but 52, maybe some rain, but you know, perfect Big, big Ten weather. The sky is probably going to be gray. Uh, it's going to be awesome, uh, and we'll, <laughs> hey,
1: you know it'll be gray. It's Ohio. It's going to be gray. Oh
0: yeah, but I, <laughs> I I love I love the gray. I I embrace it as a as an Ohioan and a Big Ten guy. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think I would trust Ohio State to win because um, they're at home. Um, but if looking into the stats and stuff like that, both these teams uh, very good defensively, um, but. Uh, I do worry a little bit about Ohio state on the ground too. So uh, if they get one dimensional, I think Penn state uh, they're going to be around this whole game, but I, I would take the Buckeyes to win right now. And the Nittany lines to cover. Um, I feel like you're kind of, you're kind of right there. Um, maybe, maybe not so much on the Penn state side covering, but you would like to get them up. So uh, any, anything, I- anything else?
1: Yeah, I mean, this this quarterback, you know, this is a big game for him because he's been cherry picking on some bad teams.
0: He's an um, Ohio kid too.
1: He is from Medina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and and you know, I think it's a big game for him. This it's this feels like a really really great game to watch on Saturday. And I'm sure all your listeners and and everybody, you know, in Ohio is really going to pay attention to this game. Um the one yeah, one thing I would say, I know I'll give it as a play. If, if Penn State – if any reason you could get plus 10 or more, say a high state scores first a touchdown and maybe the books slip and give you a 10 and a half. I don't think they will. I think they'll probably have a seven and a half or eight. I would, I would definitely <laughs> yeah. jump on Penn state at 10. Yeah. Anything, anything 10 or more, I'd I'd hit Penn state. All
0: right, let's move on. Hey, well, yeah, one more okay. question.
1: Tyler. Do you like the tailbacks? I, I like single singleton or singletary for uh Penn state.
0: Oh, I, I like I like Singleton I like Allen, but weirdly, um, I don't know. You would you would think with their schedule they would be more explosive, um, and their stats would be would be bigger. But they're, they're also killing teams, so they're probably not playing these guys a whole t- a, a whole lot of time in the second half. But yeah, I like I like both backs. Um, Fashanu, the left tackle, number seventy-four for Penn State. He he seems like he's uh, mocked in the first round, uh, so I think they like both their offensive tackles. Um, but if you look at the stats, Penn State their ground game really hasn't been there. They don't take a ton of deep shots, so um, which is that them saving it for this game? Uh, yeah, the, the deep, the deep yeah. play action shots, or are they just trying to nurse Drew Ellard? Along in in his first season as a starter So I, I guess that will remain to be seen But yeah, I I, I like both the, the Penn State running backs I got a little wrong well, well, with them Because they think they have the best room in the country In the Big Ten And <laughs> I like my two guys five, we, we know, but
1: yeah, yeah, I would I would lean Michigan on that one But hey, real quick Before we get to the next game a Fist fight If you put them in the ring Who wins? Ryan Ryan Day or James, Penn State. yeah. Who wins the play?
0: I tell you what, I man, I think that's I think that's one fifteen, one fifteen across the board. I feel like they're <laughs> about the same size. I think they're yeah. similar in age. Um, Does it goes a distance? I think it goes the distance. James worries me because he's a glasses guy. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And and I I am. I'm a contact. I'm a glasses guy. Um, you just you need to see stuff coming in a fist fight and i, I worry <laughs> about that james but i do think james uh i think i think he's, he's got a little more ar- it.
1: yeah he's very arrogant i know that he is but, but what about ryan day when he uh when he attacked uh, Lou holtz on national TV that i mean he's got a lot of fire too so
0: <laughs> he but does he have like does he actually have fire or was that like wWF promo like it felt like fire. a damn
1: promo. It felt like a. I was we, almost We got a tough
0: team. We got a tough team, <laughs> damn Ohio versus the world. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, yeah, slow down, bub. If you, that's what you need to get pumped up to beat Michigan
0: into the year, You know whatever. But Lou, yeah, I thought that was. Lou funny. might drag yeah. him. Lou might drag him in a back alley in East Liverpool. He's an Ohio <laughs> guy, so. He is just saying. Guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, just, I, I thought it out there. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's get to 3.30 CBS, the SEC game of the week. Number 17, Tennessee, the Volunteers, 5-1. They will travel to number 11, Alabama, the Crimson Tide, 6-1, the annual third Saturday in October meeting. Of course, Tennessee beating Alabama in a hell of a game last year on that field goal. This year, Alabama, uh, what do we got? Eight, eight and a half here. 48 and a half is the total. Um, Man, I... I'm seeing some nines too. Uh, DraftKings and Caesars have Alabama as a nine point favorite. So eight and a half, nine is the spread range. Um, man, I've flip flopped on this game a couple times already this week. At first, I was like, man, Alabama's definitely going to get their revenge. Uh, then being at home, I think they're better. But man, I don't trust their offensive line really. Uh, Milro, I think he's a good runner. He throws a good deep ball. Anything in the intermediate range or him, like, happen to, you know, like, go through progressions and reads and throw intermediate stuff in the tight windows, uh, I don't know. Both these teams are really good defensively. Uh, Tennessee, surprisingly, I guess, at least to me. Uh, both teams have great pass rushers. Um, but you look at Tennessee, I don't really trust Joe Milton. Uh, clearly, their coaching staff didn't last week. They, they only threw for, what, about 100 yards last week? Uh, against A&M. They still got the win with their defense, but they ran the ball well. So, again, I I think this is going to be kind of an ugly, um, muck it up kind of defensive struggle here. I think I would take the points with Tennessee, honestly. Am I crazy?
1: Well, you know, I have a future bet, a big future bet. Um, I got Tennessee back in the summer at ten and a half. I thought I was the sharpest man in the room. Well, hell, that's what the line is now, damn near. So, I didn't didn't get a great deal. It's not like the Michigan deal I got at zero points um, because the Michigan spread now against High State is four and a half. So, I I got a good deal there, I think. But, yeah, this game, what worries me, watching the line, it came out at nine and a half. It got hit down to eight and a half Monday. It's Mm -hmm. back up to nine, nine and a half. It feels like it might be a ten-point win for Bama.
0: Uh, Would it shock mm -hmm. me if –
1: yeah, if Tennessee wins this, no, because I have Tennessee actually winning the uh, SEC East because of the 20-to-1 value I got on them. But, yeah, every, everything's still you. in front of them, yeah. too. But, yeah, and they and they, got, they, got, yeah, they got Georgia coming there, and they did beat South Carolina, and they beat A&M. The thing well, I'm worried about, uh, Tennessee, is the same thing you're worried about that you just talked about, Tyler. Joe Milton will throw a pick, and will this cost him against Bama? Because last week he threw a bad pick. Yeah. Um. Luckily, it didn't cost them. Um. And, and yes, they haven't thrown the ball like, like I thought they would this year. I thought they would open up. Now, of course, they lost two great receivers to the NFL. Well,
0: we and, and they before. lost their best yeah, – my bad. They lost their best target to yeah. injury this year, Brew McCoy.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think they're they're doing what you're saying. They're playing it close to the vest because they have a couple of really good running backs. Who's the starter and running back he is? He he's got a burst to him. Who what? What's his name? Jay
0: Well, they got Jalen Wright and Jabari Small. I like Jalen Wright better,
1: but Wright. Okay, like, the yeah, rebel,
0: Kyle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wright's got Wright. Can, he can break a hole. Um, but yeah, I like I like both of those backs. And then we the, one of my favorite names, Squirrel White.
0: Loves got Yeah, get,
1: get squirreled a nut. You know, you gotta give <laughs> him a nut. But like you said, Bama, they still play defense. That quarterback can run. If it comes down to either his arm or Milton's arm, that could be where the game is won or lost if yeah. one of them throws a bad ball. If you look at the power rankings that I look at, and you and I both have a little different power rankings, this is like a two- or three-point game. So is the book telling us something by having it at this high, or are you getting a deal with Tennessee? I will find out. If I see this thing go up to 10, half or 9, 10, i yeah, I'll probably be on Bama. And but if it goes back down to eight eight flat, I would think that this game's probably a close game. So I'm, mean, yeah, looking forward to this big game. I, I don't think we're gonna see the explosion we saw last
0: year with this. Game. No, that was insane. no, uh, well, I, yeah, I was getting ready to say, I think both these coaches will kind of have to coach this game completely different than last year. They might play a little field position. Last year, it was like you can't give the other offense the ball, uh, in that. Oh, uh, there there is one more note i forgot to mention in my little yeah. uh, breakdown the one thing that scares me about taking tennessee is they played one road game this year true road game yep. they got, got uh, dump trucked on the line of scrimmage in the swamp yeah. and i lost yep. by 13 could that be kind of the yeah. the destiny yep. of tennessee in this one and then the same with alabama like i would kind of you know equate this game to the old miss game and they they won that by two touchdowns. The line was what seven eight, similar uh, similar spread as this game. And you thought it was a high flying offense going in there. Now Tennessee they haven't they haven't been that flying, uh, high flying offense that we thought. But like I could see that one, you know, I could see that kind of game where Alabama just you know kind of puts the puts the crock pot on them a little bit and wins by ten the 14 15 points, and, and you don't get the cover home. But I don't trust Tennessee enough to like tease them either, so well, it's probably ultimately a stay away for me.
1: Oh, well, here's another thing last year was the first time in what 15, 15 17 years Tennessee beat time. Bama, yeah. Bama owns them. The last time they won in Tuscaloosa, Tyler, how old were you in like uh 20 years ago?
0: Um, 15
1: uh, 12 13, yeah. I mean, it's been. I think I want to say 2003. If I'm, maybe I'm wrong. It's been was a while. A,
0: was that an Eric Ange or G- Rick <laughs> Casey Clawson quarterback Tennessee team?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Would would definitely would have been the old uh, Fulmer. Would he been the yeah coach? Phil or,
0: Phil Fulmer? Yep.
1: It Fulmer. He he was still been there. Yeah, <laughs> it's been that long since they won down there. So, but like you said, Tennessee has everything ahead of them. So does so does Alabama. I think Bama finds a way to win the game. And I yeah. honestly think it, they probably win by I'd say they win probably by 10, 10 or more. I'd hate to say it. So I'm hoping the line gets smashed down so I feel better about my uh, my future play. But hey, quick question about these two coaches. Turkey neck and uh Sabin wow. the Devil. Hey, who can eat more hot dogs? <laughs>
0: I I think a hypo and a landslide, right?
1: Oh, he he looks like he can eat anything, doesn't he? It's hard to believe. You remember when he played quarterback at Oklahoma?
0: Yeah, 2000 national champion quarterback.
1: Was he chubby then or not really?
0: See, that that was the era that was kind of hard to decipher such things because it wasn't really (laughs) HD yet. And if you remember... The shoulder pads were bigger back in the late nineties, early two thousands. And all these quarterbacks, uh, they were those huge like all around rib protectors. So every quarterback looked yeah.
1: that way. Yeah. So but yeah, they did. <laughs> but I I <laughs> remember
0: he had some not some wiggle, but he was mobile as a college yeah. quarterback. So I just think
1: I think over time he's just gotten bigger and bigger and I mean, he has no neck, and I and I'm kind of like him, so maybe I admire him a little. I don't know. So, but you think he definitely wins a hot dog eating contest?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Does he beat?
1: Does he beat Joey? Milton? No, no, no. The guy up at uh, oh, the Nathan, not. Nathan, yeah, the Nathan. <laughs> Can he beat Joey? Well, no, what no, would the handicap no. on him on Joey be? Like twenty hot
0: dogs? I, 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 yeah, I think 23 and a half dogs over there spread. So, all right, yeah, what do you got next? <laughs> we're, we're gonna go to the Mac first, Mac. game yeah. this podcast is discussed this year. Uh, actually, on a Saturday, two six and one teams coming to this one four o'clock Eastern. This is on ESPNU, so it's on national television. Um, the Toledo Rockets on the road. In Oxford at Yeager Stadium, taking on the Miami Ohio Red Hawks. This line, where do you want to bet this game? I mean, there's one and a half out here. Toledo's the favorite. So that's, you know, and out every book I see, I see some one and a half. I see a flat two. I see a two and a half at Caesars and FanDuel. Um, the total on this thing as well. Let's see here 48 and a half, pretty much painted across uh, the board on that. So, Toledo, Miami, huge MAC um, battle here, middle of season could be a preview to the MAC championship game. Uh, your thoughts on the Redhawks and the Rockets?
1: Well, I, I, um, am I crazy to think this might be the third, fourth best game in college football this weekend?
0: That's why maybe. we got it on the list, man. It's it's oh, yeah. up there for me.
1: And I talked to you about maybe I might, me and a couple of friends might end up going down to Oxford and watching this. Um, if you get a chance to watch a game in Oxford. Jaeger Stadium, it's beautiful. You walk down the hill there and they have they have a nice stadium. The way they did it, they redid the uh the visiting side. It's just it's just a cool place to watch a game. Um and they actually got the old Redskin. They did have the old Redskin on, on the stadium when you walked down. I don't know if it's still there, but he was hanging tough about seven, eight years ago the last time I was there. Um, <laughs> I don't this, think
0: he's there anymore.
1: Well, he was there. I mean it could have got wokeier more, but I don't I don't know. <laughs> He was there. He was cool. (laughs) Um, The thing, this game is is interesting because Miami always plays good defense. We know that. Chuck Martin. they're going to play defense. They're going to be disciplined on defense. They're going to make you earn it. Um, And then the quarterback, he's been there for a few years now. It's uh, Blaine Gabbert's little brother. Brett Gabbert. Yep, plays the NFL. He's scrappy. He's thrown over 50 touchdowns. He does throw a pick here and there once in a while. I don't think he has very many this year. Um, but the thing about him is he gets hurt every every year. He gets hurt. Um, so you got if you're betting Miami, you always hope that he doesn't get hurt because when he's not hurt, when he's not in the game and the backups play, that's when when Miami tends to lose. Um, I don't know Toledo. Both of you you and I think we think Toledo can win the MAC again. We think that they're going to be up in Detroit playing in the MAC championship. But they've been playing with their food. Would you agree, Tyler? They're not. Oh yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Because they have talent. I mean, they have some real talent on their team. I really like the running back Boone. He's a legit running back. Um, are we getting a great deal right now on Toledo? Because Toledo's always a two-touchdown favorite in the MAC every week, and a lot of times they don't even cover. Is this? Are we getting a good deal here? Or is Miami, because I feel like Miami week in and week out is playing really good football. What do you think? Like, I'm really torn about this game because I think Toledo is more athletic, has more upside, but I think Miami is actually playing better football this year.
0: I think it's I think it's simple. Now, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think if Miami controls both lines of scrimmage, they're going to win the game because they're at home. I, I kind of like them at home. Um I don't want, I don't, I like Gabbert, but you mentioned the, the turnover. I don't want him thrown into the secondary because Toledo, still one of the best secondaries, not only in the MAC, but in college football. Um, I don't want him having the obvious passing downs, throw it into the secondary. So they can, they could churn out yardage offensively, control the uh, the line of scrimmage, shorten the game. Uh, I like Miami, and I, I think you got to make Quinn, uh, or Quinn. Daquan Finn, excuse me, the Toledo quarterback, I think you got to make him one dimensional. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, he could, he yeah. can throw, up, but when he is, you know, he's dynamic when he could use his legs uh, with the run and the pass and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, t- you're right. Toledo, like for Mac roster, they're loaded. I just like Miami because um, they're at home and I, th- I think the two's telling you something um, here. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think
1: you're right. And if I definitely, if I saw this thing go from two back to one and a half,
0: it's one, fishy. It's a little fishy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. both teams have won six in a row. That they, they both dropped their opener. Miami's yeah. kind of been they haven't played anybody really, but they they're, did they're, beat they're Cincinnati, they're,
1: and they're yeah, killing
0: they're, people right now. I mean, not killing people, but they're covering. They're yeah. covering games. They're, I've read. They're them covering and they're
1: covering. Yeah, they're doing what they're handling their business. And yeah. yes, this is a down Cincinnati with a brand new team. That's the first time they beat them. Uh, since my lot. brother was head coach there, you know my brother's yeah. head coach there. Was yep. it been fifteen years? It's been a long yep. time. Um, yeah. The thing, the thing about this game, Tyler, too. I and mean, you're an you're a Ohio Bobcat fan. Who, who would you rather Toledo win this game? You're probably right to give your yeah, uh, I'll, Bobcat yeah.
0: I'm rooting for Toledo because next week OU yeah. hosts Miami. OU yeah. took a took a conference loss last week, so I need Miami to get a conference loss. Uh, and then if you beat Miami, if you're OU and you beat Miami next week at home, it's essentially a game and a half right there because yeah. you, you'll you have the tiebreaker and you'll be up one in the loss column. So uh, definitely would like the Rockets win, but I, I think Miami gets it done. Uh, it's not a it's not a lock or anything. I'm just I just kind of like the, the mojo and they're at home and the defense.
1: Well, the good, the good thing about this game, too, it's at 4 o'clock. It'll be after the highest State game. So, if you want a game to watch to your listeners, if you want a, a really good game to watch, you know what channel this will be on?
0: ESPN Yale.
1: Oh, they're put on the U. So, this game's getting respect. It's on the mm-hmm. U. It's not just ESPN Plus. Hey, I'm telling everybody out there to watch this game because I think it's going to be really intriguing. We're going to find out a lot about both teams in this game. And let me throw a question out at you about these two coaches, Chuck Martin and uh, is it Jason Candle. <laughs> and arm wrestling arm wrestling who you
0: got oh give me ch- uh, give me chuck J- really can't jason candle he's he's got that like little guy like fire and i think yeah. he competes well but i mean chuck wasn't chuck an offensive lineman or defense alignment in his playing days like yeah. eh, he might have been uh, no, I, he's, I think he's a safety but he seems like he's a bigger guy now right than candle yeah
1: well- but there's also an age difference here. Do you think, like, Chuck, could he have a heart attack? You know, Jason, old, uh, steady?
0: <laughs> I, I guess. Did um, you ever watch Over the Top? Oh, yeah. Well, one of Stallone's <laughs> best movies.
1: Oh, come on, man. One of his best.
0: <laughs> well, I just listen, remember what, I remember. Stop. Everybody loves Rocky, and everybody yeah. loves Rambo. But yeah. People don't talk enough about over-the-top or Cobra. I, I love, love Cobra. Cobra. Ah. Hey, Cobra,
1: I'm all in. I'm in Cobra. But over-the-top, when he flips his hat backwards, and, and the, you know what it is? It's that annoying little kid. That kid, I like to clothesline him. Where's he at now? Where's that he, kid at?
0: <laughs> I think he's uh, he's still on the arm wrestling circuit. He couldn't get it oh. out of his blood.
1: Hey, <laughs> Another thing, the Miami is that maniac fan still there?
0: You know, he, he's got to be the the face maskless, yeah, in the uniform yeah. guy.
1: Oh, that yeah. guy's insane! Great, guy, great fan. Every game, every game. I've
0: seen him at a, well, he, I've seen him at. The, I've seen him in the combo for a basketball. Miami Ohio at
1: game. Also, he doesn't just follow football; he follows the uh, the basketball yeah. team. That guy's insane. I guarantee I, I bet, you. I bet he, he watches his his hockey there. team.
0: Oh no, <laughs> not not a chance in hell. He he ever took a credit hour at Miami, Ohio.
1: <laughs> we gotta but, find out
0: his name. <laughs> well, let's if we go to the game Saturday because I haven't ruled yeah. that out. I might make the pilgrimage as well.
1: Yeah. we we gotta meet we,
0: him. we'll fucking interview. I'll sneak an interview and put it on the pod. I'll sneak it Dude, interview on look, my phone.
1: We'll get maybe a two was pull pulled aside during halftime. We could do that. Well, that'll be the second
0: <laughs> that'll be the second celebrity I've ever interviewed, unknown oh, okay. on the podcast. Oh, who's the what? first? afro Afro-Man was the first. I got a Super Bowl prediction one year. <laughs> uh, <I, I'm... laughs> afro man? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. No way in hell. I have to yeah, go I'll back to s- the archive.
0: You will. i I yeah. It was uh it was the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. Kind of, uh, what? Who did was he, that? I th- he took the Chiefs. I thought he's a Cali guy and like was going to be all about the Niners. And he, he just said, fuck the Niners. And he pumped up <laughs> Mahomes tires. So, and he ended hey, up being right. So, hey, send me
1: the link that I got to hear. I did not know Affirmation was on your pod.
0: Yeah, I, I wore a, I purposely wore a shirt with the breast pocket in it. Or maybe a jacket. And I hit the, hit the, <laughs> my app, pulled the app up, recorded it, hit the recording, just stuck it in my pocket. And yeah. during a meet and greet, I was like, oh, by the way, Afro Man, what's your Super Bowl prediction? And yeah, so. And he laid it on you. Yeah, right, totally, no, I totally told everybody Afro Man was on the show and I delivered. So, uh, <laughs> get, get on me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh 7:30 Eastern Time ABC on Saturday night ACC Showdown number 16 Duke the Blue Devils on the road taking on the fourth rated Florida State Seminoles Duke 5 and 1 Florida State 6 and the Noles 14 and a half point favorites at time of recording and the total on this thing um 49 and a half here I think this line is wide um Duke is 0 21 lifetime uh in football against Florida State and we're not sure if Riley Leonard the quarterback for Duke uh who suffered that ankle injury late in the uh, Notre Dame game last time uh Duke was out uh well he didn't play last week I uh, I don't think against Louisville um or NC State excuse me and their one so I think if you are for certain Leonard plays I think you could take a chance on on grabbing those points but Florida State, I think they're on a mission. They're at home. I don't think this is going to be any kind of upset game, even though I like Mike Elko and his defense. I just think uh, the Knowles are, are a little bit of a team on a mission. Also, Johnny Wilson, the big, what, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, receiver, uh, was out against Syracuse. Uh, I, he's definitely back this week, so you get another target for uh, Jordan Travis. But I like the Knowles defensively, the home crowd. Keon Colvin's been balling out. Oh, uh, they win but uh like I said for Leonard plays I think I would grab the points gun in the head but how say you blue devils seminoles
1: you know blue devils I have them on a win total and I'm getting closer and closer to it I have them at 6 wins um but I am with you they've never beat Florida State in their history now what did you now. say what did you say the record is against them
0: 0 and 21
1: yeah that's why I thought I thought yeah I read the head to head and that's what I saw So they've never beat them. So I don't think this is not the year because this is the Seminoles. To you and I both are high on the Seminoles. I think the Seminoles definitely can be a playoff team. Seeing if they, I think them and right now it looks like them and North Carolina are on a mission to meet each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just yeah, I don't, I don't know if I like the fourteen because I think they beat them by fourteen at Duke last year. I think the fourteen is probably where it needs to be. I think it could probably be between the. Seven to twenty-one point game, um, yeah. but yeah, hey, I'm on the Seminoles. I'm not. I'm not going to wager the game. I'll tell you this: if Duke got up on the Seminoles for some weird reason, could get up ten points. I definitely would jump in on a live bet on the Seminoles if I could get them anything under. I would say anything. Uh, I'd say anything under under ten. I would jump on the live bet with the Seminoles. I would really like to get seven or less. But that's asking yeah. a lot for Duke to get up, you know, two possessions. So, but yeah, I'm with you, Travis, and the whole team. Who's the the receiver from Michigan State? He's been great for him,
0: Keon Coleman.
1: Yeah, they, they got Wilson back. I just they're on a mission, aren't they? It feels like they are. Yeah, I like so. the tight
0: end from South Carolina that transferred into Jaheim Bell for Florida yeah, State. Yeah,
1: he's a solid kid.
0: Yep. But yeah, they got they got yeah. weapons. Uh, the, the damnedest thing about this right now, though, you probably, if you're going to take Duke and, yeah. and you think Leonard's going to play, I think you got to grab this line pretty soon because yeah, the closer because, we know, get the kickoff, I think it'll what you, get bet yeah, down a, a, a few points. What do you think? Um, if
1: they declare him out, Is he not declared fully out then, right?
0: No, he's not. I, I, okay, think, so he, he's, I think yesterday that we're, we're recording this on a Wednesday, I think Tuesday, yeah. They said he participated in practice. Mike Elko did, so that leads me to think he's playing. Um, but again, that's kind of the the change you got to take here pre flop. Uh, yeah, because
1: uh, if he doesn't play, does this thing go to seventeen?
0: Yeah, I think I think it, I think it's like twelve, twelve and a half, maybe eleven if he plays, I and I think it goes up to past the the seventeen if he doesn't.
1: Well, that, yeah. So, I mean, you could take, you could do the floor state too. And if he doesn't play, you could grab it now because if you think yeah. the line's going to yeah. move up. The thing about the, the kid that played quarterback for him last week, he, he didn't do bad, did he?
0: <laughs> no, but I, you know you're me. Put, you're putting him in a bad
1: situation this game.
0: You know me. I'm not, I hate, I hate anything North Carolina has the North Carolina State, that is, has to offer from the quarterback oh, yeah. position on that team. I hate both those guys. No yeah. offense, but they suck. So and and, and Duke Duke just they were able to coast. They what it was twenty four three. Yeah, it was an easy win. Yeah, North Carolina State's defense did all all it could, but I mean they probably just ran out of gas. I didn't have much uh, much time watch that game, uh, but uh, I'm just assuming that's how it went. It so.
1: it, it wouldn't shock me if Duke plays tough and then fades in the end. That's probably what I think happens.
0: Yeah, well, I think the last time I remember him playing in a big game was the the ACC championship four or five years ago. And, I, well, it might have been Jameis' last year. And, of course, that team yeah. was loaded. They just nuked Duke, though. I think they beat him by, like, 34 <laughs> or something.
1: So. Well, and, and, and that's just one of those things. When a team's beat you 19 times in a row, you have to be really, really good or really, really lucky to snap that streak. You know, and I just. I don't. I think Duke will come up short. A few touchdowns. Florida State's on a mission. They got. They got a couple big games. They got Miami at, Miami, at Florida, and they and and Pitt. They got to go to Pitt, and you know yeah. Pitt knocked off Louisville. And Pitt's a weird team. So yeah, they still got some games ahead of them. Here's the question I want to ask you about this one. Mike Norvell. You remember his great picture of
0: him and his cornrows? He had rows back at Central Arkansas on his playing days. Yep.
1: Who has the best corn rows that go against them? Would you say like Riff Raff or Dizzy Bone? Or who would you put against them? Coolio. Coolio, yeah. Rest in peace.
0: I, I mean are those are those technically rows? Because he kind of had like the the long braid, like the are braided out. I'm totally a white yeah. guy here. So but uh um, yeah. yeah, I like well, Coolio I, because he had to cut the he had to cut the top of his hats, like the center yeah. section of his Cap had to cut it out to make room for his, his braids,
1: yeah. Oh, he God. did. I mean, that's gangster paradise, man. Yeah, um, I would go with Riff Raff. Uh, <laughs> love Riff Raff. You remember he was on that dating show? He was great. Um, he's still he raps, he still raps. So, but I thought, thought you were gonna ask
0: yeah. me, I thought you were gonna ask yeah. me what who would look better in yeah. like a uh, I don't know, like a Kangol. Mike Elko or. Or coach, <laughs> coach Norvell. So
1: well, um, co- coach, coach Norvell. Um, if you haven't, seen your listeners, if you haven't seen,
0: him, just Google we'll it Google,
1: now. Oh, he yeah. looks so stupid. And I, you know, what school was that? I mean, he played like Sister Arkansas. No,
0: he played. Oh, a one double A.
1: Yeah, was a receiver, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. What a guy! All right, man. <laughs> uh, final college game. We will focus on Pac-12 showdown. 8 Eastern time kickoff on Fox at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. It is Utah, the Utes. They got a um, – man, my thing just bugged out here. Uh, the number 14 Utah, 5-1 and one on the season. Travel to uh, number 18 USC, the Trojans. 6-1 and one coming off that loss. Demolished at Notre Dame last weekend. Um, the spread right now, the Trojans of SC favored by 7 across the board. The total on this thing uh fifty three, fifty three and a half, see some fifty-fours and a half so um excuse me. Anyway, um I, I guess I'll give this one to you first here. Utah USC, what's your thoughts?
1: Was this the game last year where Caleb got hurt?
0: Uh in the uh in the in the Pac twelve championship game, not the regular season game oh, okay. Utah. They played to well, yeah.
1: yeah, well I was gonna say they've lost three in a row to Utah. Um, is Utah kind? I'm, I'm, I thought about this today. Is Utah kind of a Notre Dame type of feel? You know.
0: Well that that's the that's the biggest that's my question too in this game. Um, is SC just going to get you know? Weird. Well, weirdly, I didn't think you, SC got like blown off the line of scrimmage last week. I just thought no. Kay, I thought Calum had just the bizarre bad game. And he and, and special teams and turnovers set up three Notre Dame touchdowns. I think Notre Dame wins the game ultimately. Last week, Caleb played clean, but the three turnovers and the and the bad special teams uh, SC played with on the road was not uh, not a recipe to win. That's why it was a twenty eight point game.
1: Well, I think last week was a great. Um... A great tool that I like to use, and, and you probably used to strength of schedule. Notre yep. Dame had played everybody. Where USC has not played anyone. They're straight bum hunters. They haven't played anybody. So, if yep. you saw that, the confidence in Notre Dame. I don't know. I know Caleb didn't have a great game last week. I mean, it was horrible. But I also don't think – I thought they brought a knife to a gunfight. I thought, you know, sometimes you have ugly games where you're not going to be able to put up 50 points. And when you're Lincoln Riley, you got to realize when you have those kind of games, sometimes you got to run the ball, play – because I thought their defense played pretty good. Go look at Hartman's stats. I thought they played pretty well for what they are because, I mean, they're notorious for being one of the worst defenses the, in the
0: nation. Dude, dude, they gave up like 250 yards total offense to their game. It was all short yeah. fields.
1: Yeah, yeah. so I, I think that their coaching staff didn't – I know Caleb threw the picks, but you have to know sometimes you got to – you can't be too proud. Sometimes you got to bite your tongue and, and just go ahead and do what it takes to win because they have enough talent on offense to put, you know, put enough points up, and the defense was playing well enough. Because once you do three turnovers and, like you said, the special teams, you just shot yourself in the foot. You're asking way too much. And is Utah similar to Notre Dame the way they play because they, they, they play better defense than most teams in the uh, Pac-12? They beat them three in a row. This thing started at five and a half, got up to six and a half, I, you know, to me, if I can get Utah at seven, seven and a half, I think I take Utah on the points.
0: What about you? I uh, mean, I think me and you is going ahead head, head to head here. Yeah. I, I like uh, USC in this spot. And, and I you think, think they you know. Back? U, yeah. I do. I like that they kind of got their clock clean last week. So it's a little bit of a reset uh, for the staff okay. and everything. Plus Utah. I'm looking at their road games they played this year. They had to come back and. At Baylor, week two, they won twenty to thirteen. But is, is Baylor an average Big Twelve team? Yes, maybe even slightly below average. And then they go to Oregon State uh, a couple weeks ago on a Friday night, and they barely shit out seven points and keep beat twenty one to seven. Um, now I get it, Oregon State at home, they're very good. Another physical team but utah like i'm ready to to scratch cam rising off i'm tired of hearing the rumors that he, he might be back this week or that <laughs> week i i just think the knee's terrible and it's yeah. not coming back this year he's not coming back and last week they, they beat cal i had cal in a teaser they beat him by 20 but here's the thing if you look at the box score i think his name's sione uh sione viki or viki yeah. He's, he's a six-foot, 207-pound sophomore. He played quarterback last week. Guess what? I'm, I got Phil still open here. You could Google Utah's roster. Sione is a strong safety by trade, and they just put this fucker in a wildcat quarterback because Nate Johnson sucks. Uh, Bryson <laughs> Barnes, the backup quarterback who's gotten run run this year, he sucks. I can't trust this Utah offense to go in on the road. They haven't played good at home. They're a totally different team at home. I think SC bounces back. So I I would lay the points right here. I I think, uh, I think it's a little bit of a shootout um, because they probably won't be able to stop Utah's run game that much, but I don't think Utah's a real threat in this game.
1: Well, I'll I'll tell you this. It it went from five and a half to six and a half. If it goes Mm -hmm. up seven and a half, eight, uh, for whatever reason, yeah, I'm bailing. Uh, it, it's probably going to be a bounce back, a feel-good spot for USC. Um, so, yeah, I'm not 100%. I was just – I know they beat, they beat them three times in a row. I know what kind of defense Utah can play. But, I mean, Caleb, you'd think he would bounce back in this spot. I'm with you. But if I see this line go up and up and up, then I'll probably just fall the steam. But if it goes back down, if I see this line go from six and a half back down to six or five, I'm back on Utah, man. If I can get them on a live bet over seven, uh, but uh, I would,
0: but I yeah. would too. I just think the line movement, Utah. I mean, they don't like I said. If you look at some of the stats too, like their yeah. defense, it's not as good as it's been in the past either. So I, I just think it's not the same Utah team we thought coming into the year.
1: Well, and if USC wins, wins out they're still in, they're still in the mix right
0: oh yeah well but I mean utah has got one loss too so that, I mean that's that's why I put the game down it's a big game yeah. two ranked teams everything's still in front of them I just think uh this is this this feels like a game where a contender emerges and the loser is a pretender so
1: you're right hundred percent
0: um all right let's go to the let's you know I got some games here the good game guide I mean we don't we don't Break these down. Uh, just give you kind of a thumbs up or a thumbs down on watchability. If you got a gambling angle you like here, um, we're recording this on a Wednesday. I it's tough to put the midweek games, but I do have one Thursday night in the Sun Belt, seven Eastern time on ESPN. Six and James Madison University on the road at the four and two Marshall Thundering Herd. Anything you like on this one?
1: Well, I mean, James Madison. You and I both have a soft spot. Bar- Spot in our heart. We both like this team. We like their colors. We like their stadium. We like everything about JMU. Um, mm-hmm. They're playing Marshall. Marshall gives this team fits. Um, so Marshall is capable of beating anybody in the Sun Belt. Um, they played, a, you know, they played good against ACC schools this year. Marshall, it wouldn't shock me if Marshall wins this game. At you know, playing it down in Huntington, I still think JMU is on a mission. I think Mm -hmm. they want to go undefeated. I think they want to win the Sun Belt. They can't win the Sun Belt because they still don't qualify. I thought they could qualify. They don't qualify. They can't even go to a bowl game this year. The only way they can go to a bowl game is if there's not enough 6-6 and teams. Uh, So I think that they're going to make a statement. The line has come down from four to three and a half. What I want out of this game is I want JMU down. If JMU gets down a touchdown or ten points, I'm in on the money line. And I'm also in on if I can get anything. If I can get plus three, three and a half, I'd be in heaven. But I do like JMU to find a way to win. Marshall's quarterback looks good at times. Um, They play good defense. You know, I like the way they play. But their quarterback also will throw picks. I love their running back, Ali. Um, But JMU's got a lot of dudes. And their quarterback's playing really well, the transfer. So, I'm on JMU, but I think they're going to get pushed. And I think they might get down in this game. What do you think?
0: I, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. I I would lead JMU. Um, Nooners on Saturday. Just two of them here. Obviously, Ohio State, Penn State, the big game in that window. But uh, Central Florida at number six, Oklahoma, and number 22, Air Force, in a rivalry game on the road at Navy. Um, I kind of like Navy in the ten and a half. I mean that's that's the thing that sticks out to me. Um, that's one of the lines I'm I'm going to monitor. Uh, maybe bet it pre-flop. But um, any anything in the noon window Saturday you like?
1: Well, I, I'm not sure of the times. I have some games scheduled. Of course, I'll give them out um, for my plays of the week. Um, yeah. But yeah, but the uh, the Navy game. I think the quarterback for Air Force is he is he out? Yeah. Yeah. And Navy's won two in a row, and it's a rivalry game, and they're, it's part of their cup they play for. Um, yeah, I'd I stay away from me, but, I, I'm you know, you're getting a lot of points for Navy. It's at Navy, right?
0: hmm
1: And Air Force had that big game. They just had to play against Wyoming last week. Um, so that's interesting. And then what was the other game you just talked about?
0: UCF at Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, UCF has been disappointing to me. Um but isn't this where uh, the quarterback from Oklahoma came from, right? Yep. Yeah. So I, I think Oklahoma finds a way to win. Do they cover how much is it? 18 or 19? Who knows?
0: I see 19 so we'll, right now. Yeah. And them
1: and Texas are coming off a bye. So let's see if they come out. Maybe they come out a little flat. But uh, I don't know. That's something I'll watch for. See if they come out flat. You might be able to catch some points there with UCF.
0: 330 games. Uh, Washington State at number nine, in Oregon. And Minnesota at number twenty-four, Iowa, and the third one I got jotted down here. Two teams trending in the right direction in the Big Twelve. ESPN three thirty, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Uh, anything on those three games, or in the in the midday window, you like?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it out because these are two games that I was going to give out as betting. Um, yeah. I like uh, I like Minnesota Uh, uh anything off. Yeah, that's the
0: third. No, go ahead.
1: Anything over five, it came out at five and a half. It's down to three and a half. If Minnesota gets down or if I can get them anything over five and a half, I would love to get them at seven, seven and a half on a live bet. I think this game is super tight. Minnesota coming off a bye week. Iowa had a huge game they had to win up at uh, Wisconsin. I just think Minnesota plays this game tough. I don't know if they win straight up. I don't think they win straight up. But I do like them anything over five and a half live bet.
0: I that was my second one I might bet pre flop. But yeah. I love I love the three and a half actually. Um five and a half months Sunday
1: night,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um and the the, the total's thirty one and a half.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna say this is a homegrown total of the week.
0: <laughs> it yeah. is. And um, it's
1: so disgustingly low that it probably goes under.
0: <laughs> I think it does. <laughs> yeah, it's but, insane. But I don't I don't have the I don't have the stomach to to bet either side of that toe. Oh, hey, Tyler, and you know what you
1: can do? And I'm a live bet. And they call me live bet Louie because this is what I do. This is how I make a lot of my money is this live betting. Look, if there's a touchdown scored in the first quarter, first six, seven minutes, that thing goes up to 34, 34 and a half. I'm yep. hitting the under yep. all day. All day. I think that's probably the tip of the game, isn't it? If, if they score a quick one in the first quarter.
0: Just the tip. 30,
1: yeah, just a tip. 34 and a half, thirty Hey, what if they score 10 points and you get 37 or 38? I'm smashing the under on this
0: one. This, so, this, yeah, I'll this, make that a play also. This could be our North Texas-Wisconsin basketball <laughs> under we kept smashing last year. Oh, you know, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> it, it, it could happen. Because if they scored quick, you know, 10 points first quarter, people are going to freak out, right? Like, oh, I got this ticket. But guess what? That didn't freak me out because the next three quarters could be nothing, you know, when, uh, when it or- comes to Iowa. Yeah. We're getting
0: excited about nothing, because this yeah. this, fuck, this ah. fucking thing might be 3 nothing late in the fourth quarter. So Yeah, I know, I know, but i
1: definitely putting this on my board now that we talked about. And I circled the mm-hmm. number was so low. I mean, I don't think you'll find a lower under the rest of the year, will you?
0: No, though, because you got the God, the, I almost, I shouldn't say God, D. Uh, you got the damn service academies at 34 and a half. And those things usually fly under, like, it's, like, 43-10-2. The last, like, 55 Service Academy games has went to the under. And you got a, a damn Big Ten West game, a whole field goal <laughs> under the fucking total. Yeah,
1: so Minnesota probably, if you could get Minnesota anything over seven, and if, if you get this thing on the live bet, if anything's over 34 and under, I think you're mm-hmm. gold. Uh, and then the other game that you mentioned, uh, I think Oklahoma has found something. I don't know what it is. They've won Hokie two in State. a row. Yeah, West Virginia lost a big game last week at Houston, playing against their old coach Dana. Um, West Virginia at home, it's a, I think it's a tight game.
0: lie? last
1: year, West Virginia won last year, but before that, Oklahoma State had won like five, six, seven in a row. I think it's a close game. I think if you get on a teaser, you can tease Oklahoma over ten. You're good. I think it's a close game. I'm not sure who wins. Um, it wouldn't shock me if Oklahoma wins, but I like Oklahoma on the teaser. I need ten points or more.
0: Yeah, i I probably would lean Mountaineers at home, but man, that feels, uh, yeah that that feels that feels tight um, as well. Uh, Oh, I forgot this game. Four o'clock, number eight, Texas at Houston. Uh, Big 12 game should be a decent crowd. I don't know if Houston has any punch really in that game, but any thoughts on that one before we get to the primetime games?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, you know, these Houston kids, because we talked about this before, all those kids on Houston, and I think 75, 80% of the roster is from Houston. So I know the crowd will be good there. Of course, Texas will bring some fans in that, in that stadium. That stadium is a pretty cool stadium, too. It looks right downtown. I think. If Houston catching all those points wouldn't be crazy because same as the central Florida is Texas going to come out a little flat or they're going to come out with some to show. And that's probably what that's the battle in that game.
0: Okay. Prime time slate. Uh, these two games are seven Eastern time kickoffs, uh, TCU at Kansas State, uh the Horn, Frog, Horn Frogs four and three, Kansas State four and two, so kind of a, a big game for both of those teams. Uh I put number thirteen, Ole Miss, on the road at Auburn here, um, for whatever reason. Um in the in the seven o'clock slate of games. You got anything on those two games?
1: I think uh the TCU game, if you would have got them Sunday when it came out seven and a half, you would have had a good number. Uh, now it's down to seven, six. I think it's another. I think it's a tight game. Um, of course, they played in the championship game. And they, they played it last year twice. Uh, that's a good game. You like? I think you like Kansas now because the quarterback. The love, other quarterback love,
0: the, love this yeah. kid, freshman Avery Johnson. Um, you hear the name Avery uh-huh. Johnson. He is yeah. a white kid. With a long. Hey. No, this guy's a white guy with long flowing locks coming out the back of his helmet. This kid, it looks like he runs a four freaking flat forty. I mean, he can fly. He's patient. He had five rushing touchdowns last week. He can throw. I'm not saying he's like, uh, um, you know, he's not Peyton Manning or Tom Brady throwing the football, but he's not terrible. Um, he's like the white Lamar Jackson in a way. I'm dead serious. And I white I think, Lamar
1: Jackson,
0: dude. This kid, this kid can fucking fly and. He he runs like Colin Klein, though. He's patient. He's he's moving his pulling guard. He's feeling him out, directing and showing him where to block and stuff. Like, this kid, and, and I think Texas Tech is solid. They beat him on the road. Uh, they put this kid in when they're sputtering. And he goes for a school record five rushing touchdowns in the game. And it wasn't touched on any of them. I mean, this kid well, is unbelievable.
1: I well, I, you know, I have, a, uh, I have a future bet for them to I, win. I think the, it's a lie. Hello, I thought it was dead when they lost a few weeks ago.
0: So I think this kid this, just just gave you the the B twelve shot for your bet.
1: Well, who's the other kid? Will uh,
0: f- Will Howard? Just hold the clipboard. He sucks. He, sucks. Cl- he sucks.
1: He <laughs> sucks. He's horrible. The- go look at his. Go look how many interceptions he's thrown in his career. That kid sucks so bad. Listen, the reason Mr. they were so Avery, good last year because he didn't play.
0: Avery Johnson was a. A five. I uh, depend on what service. He's a four or five star recruit. I think that's some service had him as a top face. fifty recruit in the country. He's a top ten quarterback coming in I'm this excited. year. He, he's a homegrown kid, though. I think he's from a, close by, so that's why he sto- really? stayed home.
1: Yeah. You know what? They're gonna need him because that Will Howard sucks ass. He's terrible. I mean, he he sorry. every sorry. game.
0: Sorry to no, the he, Howard family who's listening. Right so no, sorry,
1: your your kid's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> go look, go look at the stat line. He drives me insane because Kansas State, you know, they have the talent. I like the running back that replaced Deuce Vaughn. I like their playmakers. I like their defense. Howard sucks so bad. So this new Avery Johnson kid, we need. Is he starting?
0: Well, Kleiman's uh, being coy, but I, I think they're going to give him the start this week. I really do. You know what, um,
1: I hope Will stinks it up and they bring the kid in and I get him well, down and uh, I can live
0: that. Uh, I, I could see that happening, too. Also, yeah. I'm waiting on I'm waiting on Keegan Johnson to kind of take off. Uh, Transfer yeah. from Iowa, wide receiver. I thought he'd make an impact for Kansas State. He's maybe only a sophomore. This, I think he's been banging maybe,
1: maybe this is a game. i tell you what, it's a big game because TCU, needs to, you know, they got a big win last week. Both of these teams need this win, so this that you know that's a good game to bring up because it's going to probably be a good one to watch.
0: Yeah. Uh, 7.30 game. I, I mean, obviously, number two Michigan at Michigan State. Uh, I'm always scared to go in the East Lansing, but uh, Michigan's a 24-and-a-half-point favorite, so if we take care of our business, uh, I think we'll be all right there. Uh, and two more games here. 8 o'clock. Um, I don't have any Pac-12 after dark or real late games, so uh, – Maybe an early night for the 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 football viewing community out there, but uh, ACC Network eight o'clock Clemson at Miami, and then I got Georgia Southern at Louisiana Lafayette or Louisiana now eight Eastern on ESPNU so ESPNU uh, with the Miami Toledo game and Georgia State Louisiana, a uh, nice little doubleheader on ESPNU uh, for the G five. But any anything in the uh, the night. Pride time circuit
1: of games you like. I think that Georgia State game will be good. I think that Kid Granger has been their quarterback forever. Uh, they had a big win last week. I think that's a good game because I know Louisiana plays tough at home, so that is definitely a good sneaky uh, G five uh, game to watch. I think that Clemson Miami game. I mean Miami, they you know they need a win,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Clemson Clemson's got to win out and pray. I think Clemson's getting better on their offense. They have uh, Riley's brother. They're starting to get a little bit better. That's a good game. It feels like a real tight game. Yep. Um, And then what what was the other game you you mentioned?
0: Uh, Michigan, Michigan State for selfish reasons. Michigan, Michigan
1: State. I I think if you can get Michigan, if that game starts slow-paced for whatever reason, and you can get Michigan at 17 points or less, maybe 16.5, even 17, I would hit it because – didn't they jump your players after the game in the in the hallway?
0: Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to be cocky, but I do think Partlow has a chance to to really put a oh number gosh. on these what guys. You... He's going to, <laughs> and
1: and I think Dan Antonio made a bad decision to come back, even though they were winning all game last week and let Rutgers come back, which was horrible because Rutgers turned the ball over about a million times and they still came back and win. I just think, as the game goes on, kind of like you've seen in a lot of these Michigan games, they they wear you down, and eventually they're gonna beat the hell out of you if you if you're not a good team. Yeah, I think they will cover the twenty four and a half. If I can get them on a slow start at seventeen and a half, I'm all over it, and I think they're gonna get payback for the assault that their kids took in the tunnel. All
0: right, there you go. That's college football weekend uh NFL week seven here. Let's go to Thursday night. Uh, the four and two Jacksonville Jaguars at the three and three New Orleans Saints. Saints one and a half point favorites. Forty is the total. Dude, I can't bet this game. It's a stay away for me. Uh, I would lean Saints in the dome. Trevor Lawrence knee injury kind of up there. Did see where former Bobcat Nathan Rourke got the call up, so I, I think he's gonna get an opportunity to at least dress for Jacksonville. Other than that, that's all I got to say on the game. How say you, Jag Saints?
1: Well, I tell you what, Saints lost a big game last week. They went to the Texans and CJ and the and the young young Texans who are fun to watch.
0: The baby Texans uh, beat them.
1: They, yeah, the baby Texans they held them inside the red zone like four or five times. And a typical Derek Carr choker. Derek Carr is one of the biggest chokers in the league. <laughs> uh, but I love. I think you and I both love the the Saints roster. We like the receivers. They look great. Uh, the two high state kids are good. Kamara's back. He looks okay. Yeah. Um, they play good defense. They're at home. Who that? They need to win. Jacksonville's starting to play good football. We thought Jacksonville would, you know, sixteen to one to win the AFC <sighs> was a good, a good thing to have in your back pocket on a future bet. They're starting to play better. But I, man, Trevor gets hurt after they start playing better. ATN's running the ball better. Throws everything out the it's, window. It's it does. This game's gonna be ugly, mm-hmm. real ugly. It probably goes under. Um, it, cause some books have it at thirty-nine, so and that's you know it probably goes under. It's probably a dog fight. It probably the first you know whoever makes messes up and turns the ball over probably loses this game. I, I don't want to bet it. I think if you did if you're a seven-point teaser or six-point teaser, if you can get because right now you can get Jacksonville at three points. It came out at one and a half. Now it's at three. Take the Jags and get them at 10, you're probably okay. Or you could go the other way and get the Saints at four and a half, plus four and a half, plus five and a half, and I think you're good because I think this is a tight game. I wouldn't surprise me if the Saints win. They need to win this game, but uh, it probably depends if Lawrence plays or not. I don't know who their backup is. Is David Gerard there?
0: no. No. Um... (laughs) All right, let's go Sunday, one Eastern time. Uh, The Browns three and two on the road in Indy, taking on the three and three Colts. Cleveland Browns two and a half point favorites. Forty again is your total uh, in this one. Uh, What do you think about the Brownies and the uh, the Colts here?
1: Well, the the Browns had the force field last week on them because I mean the public was definitely all over. The uh, 49ers, they had them on teasers, they had them on money lines, they had them on everything, and it looked like they were going to win. I mean, and win in fashion. And then McCaffrey gets hurt, and uh, was it Samuel got hurt?
0: Trent Williams. The Browns have a game, a, it was a game from hell. Tri-
1: it was a game from hell, and the Browns got a great defense, and well, it has a really good defense. Mm-hmm. And then you get PJ Walker, who's You know, selling insurance one week, and then every NFL team ends up bringing them back every year for, like, the last five years. Um, And he goes out and he plays decent for what he is. And so every time the Browns have won this year and you think, oh, wow, the Browns might be good, what happens the next week? They shit the bed. So I don't know. I don't know if they win or lose. I can see why somebody would take the Browns. I think the the, Colts are scrappy. Minshew will be the quarterback. I think it came out that the rookie is out for the year. He is. Um, Yeah, and they're banging him to death. Uh, So I I think it's a very tight game, very ugly game. I want nothing to do with this, betting-wise.
0: Yeah, um, same same boat around the same oar here. Um, I mean, I would want to take Cleveland gun the head, or would take Cleveland gun the head, but, I mean, you're right. It's just – they don't string back-to-back uh, games too often uh, there. Plus, they're on the road, you know. Um, so, it would be a classic Browns let down. So, I'm off I'm off either side of that game. The total don't do anything for me either. Either So, uh, we will move on. We'll stay at 1 o'clock Sunday. Um, I'm excited about this one. The Detroit Lions, they're 5-1. and one. They're on the road. They're in Baltimore taking on the 4-2 and two Ravens. This game's a Fox game. Baltimore... Field goal favorite, minus three, 42-and-a-half is the total. I mean, what? I I, I kind of want to take the Ravens here. I, Detroit, this is their second straight road game. Maybe I'm not, like, bought all the way into Detroit. Their coaching staff has been awesome, uh, scheming up good offense and good defense. But uh, I think Baltimore at home, I think that's a, that's a spot. Uh, I might back the Ravens here but I, I i mean i don't have a strong uh conviction either way but uh good game what do you think
1: yeah i think it's great game I think last year they played or the year before i think it was last year it was 19 to 17 2 point win for baltimore baltimore lifetime i think they're 5 and 1 against them it sounds about right so they own them i know they've never won in baltimore or uh, yeah they've never beat baltimore in baltimore um i think they're 5 and 1 against the lions
0: you know what, though? I
1: like the Lions. I like yeah, yeah. their defense. I like your your, your boy from uh, Michigan, Aiden. He's awesome. I like uh, St. Brown. I like I like the way Jared Goff is playing with confidence. Uh, I, I wish David Montgomery was healthy. If David Montgomery was healthy, I, I'd be all over the Lions. But he's not. He's nicked up. I don't know if he's playing or not. Uh, Gibbs has been nicked up, the rookie from Bama. But they do, they do got their receiver back from Alabama, who who was hurt last year. He caught, actually caught a touchdown. I think it's a great game. I think you could tease the Lions at 10. If you can get them at 10 on the teaser, you're gold. I'm with you. I think the Ravens probably pull it out, maybe. But it wouldn't shock me if this Lion train just keeps running because they are playing with a lot of confidence. And I said, but if I see If it hits two and a half or two, Mm I'm back in on the lines in the game straight up. But I I definitely like the Lions at ten points on a teaser, six or seven, eight-point teaser, ten-point teaser. I'm on the Lions. I think it's a great game. We're going to find out a lot about both teams. And uh, Lamar's going to probably have to
0: play better. Definitely. Definitely will. Um, how about this NFC South game? <laughs> uh, the three and three Falcons at the three and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa two and a half point favorites. Thirty seven is your total. What do you do with this game?
1: Shit game, stay away. <laughs> I, uh, I agree.
0: No, I mean we don't because we don't that, have to belabor it. That's fine.
1: No, uh, no. Well, the Desmond Ritter, he looked good two weeks ago, and then last week he throws a bunch of picks. They're not running the ball very well. I think a lot of teams are loading the box on them and forcing them to throw, and they're figuring out, hey, Desmond will probably choke. Uh, but then again, do you want to bet on Baker and, and the and the, uh, the Buccaneers? I, honestly, I think the Falcons probably find a way to win the game. But do I want to bet it? Never.
0: I'm not betting it. Yeah, it's to me it's a stay away, but for shits and giggles, just – I'll, I'll take the Bucs since you're going to be on the Falcons to drum up okay. some, some yeah, fake, war, baby. Some, some fake podcast beef. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ain't no way the Falcons are beating my buck. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. uh, all right, let's go to the afternoon slate. Only one game to kind of highlight here: uh, the Steelers. They're three and two. They get LA take on the three and three Rams. LA uh, three point favorites, forty four is the total on this game and um i don't know how say you uh steel steelers rams here
1: well the line came out three and a half got hit down to three i think that's probably where it needs to be three points if you could get the steelers over uh over 10 on a teaser or live bet you're probably in a good spot but i something tells me the ram i don't know who wins this game because the steelers the last three or four times they played the Rams, they've beat them straight up. But the Steelers are coming off a bye week. Is Kenny he Pickett healthy? I don't know. Um, and they, <laughs> they got to be able to run the ball. Yeah, they they got to be able to run the ball because they have they have like one rushing touchdown this year. It, it's unbelievable how bad their running game is. Now I I will say this: Harris, their starter, is not playing up to par, and the kid they have a backup, Warren.
0: I like great. Warren.
1: He ru- Oh, he runs hard. He's great. They, he needs to be the. He needs to be featured more, and then have Harris still work it out because they get about 50-50 split on the carry. But I like having Cooper cut back. You saw last week with those receiving core. I think the Rams win this game. They're still hanging around.
0: So, oh. The Steelers,
1: Steelers, for the Steelers to win, they have to keep the game under twenty points. They don't win anything that's over twenty. That's get, just the way it is.
0: Give Give me the points. I like the Steelers out to buy. I like their pass rush. I don't like the Rams' offensive line. And I always say this when I talk about a game: so far, yeah. the stadium, that thing is going to be sixty-five, seventy-five yeah. percent terrible towels. That's going to be a road game well, for the Rams in their home building.
1: Well, you'll see the same thing that you saw with the Cowboys but on Monday I, night. I, with I mentioned that game. last
0: week. That's why I like Dallas. In that yeah. game. it's 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 yeah. That stadium does the home teams, Chargers, Rams, respectively, no favors. I mean, for a team I, yeah, that actually has a yeah. big fan base—Niners, Cowboys, Packers—like these big traditional NFL fan bases that'll travel,
1: they'll eat they them up. They'll yeah. eat up the LA market. The LA market's so weak, you know.
0: And I hate this. It's it's hard to watch them play offense. Uh, oh, it is. so
1: bad. They have, it's. Oh, it's, it's They haven't had 400 yards in a game for what 50 some games. That's insane.
0: You'd yeah, have to go back to before Big Ben was toast. So usually when it,
1: when a, a team is bad and or a team's getting beat, you know, if a team's getting beat, the quarterback's flinging the ball for three hundred yards and three picks. They mm-hmm. can't even do that. So yeah, I'm with you. I like the Steelers. Anything over anything over ten, anything over seven on the live bet. But it wouldn't shock me if the because the Rams got they got their man back. But uh, we'll see. the w- The winner of this game will be good for them, and they're still in the thick of it. But we have a long way to go. So
0: yeah, that's early. <laughs> uh final game that we're going to preview Sunday night, NBC eight twenty Eastern time. Two five and one football teams. The Miami Dolphins swim up the coast to Philadelphia and take on the Eagles. Uh, Philly two and a half point favorites. Fifty two is your total. Give me my Miami Dolphins, dude. I think they win the game outright. Here? If-
1: you're Miami Dolphins.
0: You're Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I, I took them to win the <laughs> AFC East preseason pod. I so said they yeah, they were going to be well. a factor. They could flirt with the one seed. I'd love the team's speed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like their defense. And here's the thing Philly, yeah. uh, Lane Johnson, a little nicked up. I, I assume he's going to play, but he, he left the game last week. I don't think the Eagles' defense is quite as what it was last year. Jalen. For whatever reason, he's been a little bit of a roller coaster this year. Um, I just think that Dolphins team is going to put so much pressure on him. Um, and it's still early enough in the season where I don't think it's going to be like a miserable uh, weather experience outside in Phyllis. So, yeah, get, give me the Dolphins. I think they won the game outright. Just a hunch, uh, but I like him. what, what he's got on the Eagles-Dolphins here.
1: I'm with you. I think, I oh. think the line tells you. I think the line tells you what Vegas is thinking. I think the Dolphins win straight up. Um, so yeah, the is something.
0: questionable too. I forgot to mention that part for the Eagles. So
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, Jalen's getting hammered for all the picks he threw against the Jets. And let's face it, the Jets can man up anybody. I don't think it was just Jalen Hurts. I, I think, I think actually, what I didn't like about that game is they didn't get swift. Run the ball. Run the ball more. Because Swift looks great in the backfield. I might have him on my fantasy football team, whatever. But run him, run him, run him more. (laughs) Hey, hey, the the kid's dynamic. I like him. I I just think, I think, like you said, the speed of Miami. They they got, you know, multiple guys that can catch and run. Uh, They play with a lot of confidence. And the line, to me, is under two and a half points. It's telling you something. I think Miami wins a game straight up. Mm-hmm. You can tease Miami over six or seven. If they get down, I'm definitely live betting them. If they're down, they are going live bet. I got 15 books of money in it. And I'll find one of the books and I will hit the Dolphins. I'm with you. I like the Dolphins straight up.
0: All right. The rest of the schedule, I will run through real quick. Uh, Sunday, one o'clock games, Commanders at Giants, Raiders at Bears. Uh, the afternoon, slate, we didn't touch. Cardinals at Seahawks at 405, Packers at Broncos at 425, Chargers at Chiefs at 425. That could have been a game we previewed, but uh, the Chargers are under 500, so that's the rule. And then my Niners Monday night in Minneapolis taking on the Vikings. That is your NFL Week 7. Was there anything on the uh, NFL Week 7 that you like uh, that we didn't discuss, or you want to move on to the UFC?
1: Yeah, we'll be on the UFC because I have a play at the end of the night about one of the games, so I'll I'll, yeah, I'll drop it after we're done.
0: We're gonna do uh, blocks or gambling advice, to, like yeah. a catch-all at the end. So, uh yeah,
1: right, I'll, I'll save it for that. All
0: right, let's go to the UFC two ninety-four in Abu Dhabi. Uh, main card on pay-per-view, ESPN Plus, is at two Eastern time. So what the prelims will be like eleven a.m. I think. Uh, I believe so. Um, anyway. This fight card, um, I don't know. I, I weirdly think from a name value point of view, it's sort of improved with the uh, backouts. But, I mean, you got the main event and the co-main event, both the uh, challengers, if you will, coming in on, what, 12 days notice in both fights. Um, don't like that. But just your general assessment of the of the card before we we uh, talk about some of the prelim stuff and, and uh, the five – card or five fight card pay-per-view and preview those fights
1: well I think I think that there's a lot of good uh, talent on this card prelims and you know on the main card I think this is solid mm-hmm. I would give this about three and a half to a oh. 3.75 maybe a, maybe a four glove four glove um, yeah oh. but I don't know if the fights. I don't know if the fights will live up to the four glove I just like the talent just yeah. looking at the talent, yeah. because and, and I'm not trying. To just I'm not racist. I'm not trying to throw anything crazy out there, but this this card is stacked for the Muslims over in Abu Dhabi to win.
0: Well, if that, you look that's, at the card, the UFC's thing. yeah, they, yeah,
1: they yeah keep, that's what they thing. They keep
0: it local when they take the show out on the road across the the pond or out of the United States. Yeah, it gets a local flavor, so that's
1: what they do, and, and that's what it yeah. is. You're seeing heavy favorites. These, a lot of these, the favorites are heavy favorites, mm-hmm. and I think that I don't. Maybe we get a bunch of, of upsets over there. I just feel like I feel like it's going to be a Muslim massacre. To be honest, <laughs> I think they're going to, I think they're going to beat up. They're going to beat up on some Americans. They're going to beat up on some Brazilians. But uh, we could be wrong because the UFC, you just don't know. That's what makes it so great. Live dogs, uh, plus two hundred, plus three hundred dogs can win in the UFC. Yep. So we we could be hundred percent wrong with anything we tell you, but it just feels like they're gonna cater to their crowd out there. And it's an awesome place. Abu Dhabi. I would love to go out there if I had a little change in my pocket and if I could afford it. Cause it looks like a cool place to go.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I I would agree. I I got high uh my excitement level. I don't know about my expectations, but my excitement level for um some of the talent on this card has me excited. I'm buying this 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 card, I think. Um, so yeah, um, all right, let's let's go to uh, we're not gonna talk about all the prelim fights at all. So I challenge you and myself to to at least bring one or two fighters and about or two on the early prelims and the regular prelims. To just kinda um, I don't know, just, just to mention it, just to say we kind of pre- like previewed the prelims here. So um, let, let's start with fighter. Is there is there an individual on the other uh, card that uh, has your eye that you're, you're ready to watch on this uh, EOC 294?
1: Well, I, I think one of the talented kids on the card, he's undefeated, and you'd have to help me with his name. It's the guy fighting Tim Means, the Dirty Bird. Who's who, What's his name?
0: Uh, Mohammed Muhammad. McKev. Yeah. He's
1: 23. Yeah. He's 23 years old. He's a great wrestler. He has a lot of hype. He's actually, he, he's Muslim, but he's actually fighting out of Britain. Yep. Um, I, I think this is one of those fights where they're throwing him Tim, the dirty bird. Hey, Tim, Tim, uh, means he's fighting everybody. Go look at his last 10. You, you would be surprised at who he's fought. It's insane. Um, but he's not his last two wins back to back wins against these up and coming fighters and you're getting at tim at what is he a plus 300 or 275 dog so i'm not saying i'm betting tim because i do like this uh how you say this guy can Muhammad what
0: mokev i
1: think yeah yeah i think it's mokev it's close i like him i think uh i think if you look how tim gets beat tim has been uh sub five times. I think this kid probably wins by submission or decision, but you're getting my at, uh submission at plus 200. I would take this kid plus 200. I think he has a lot of hype and I like what I see out of this kid. That was, he's uh yeah,
0: it. yeah. He's pretty wiry. That, that was one of my fights to watch too, was this Elliot McKay matchup. I mean, you got number 10 Elliot versus number 11. um uh, in the flyweight rankings right now. So, uh, that that fight means that fight means a lot uh going forward. But Tyler,
1: too. Tyler, that, that that thing could easily go to decision. I think you get
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I think it's like minus one oh eight if you think he's gonna win by decision, um, Muhammad. But yeah, I, I that that it feels like there's some fireworks in that fight.
0: Yeah, I got so uh, my I wrote down two fighters I'm watching. I'm gonna keep it stateside with the with the southern yeah. Jack. He he's he's you know a weird-looking guy. He's fun to watch, though. Yeah. I'm going to get Trevor Peake as one of my fighters to watch on the, the prelims. Um, I don't know much about Muhammad Yahya, who he's fighting, uh, but he better be ready for a fucking fight because you know Trevor Peake's going over there, uh, repping the USA. And then a the guy I have in my tickler file. He's Indian. Ashul Jalubi. I don't know if I'm saying that right and Shul Jalubi, but he's fighting Mike Breen, an American.
1: Um, right, Mike Breen is a human punching bag. That, that's why
0: I, I like Ju- Jubilee's uh, abilities from the <laughs> couple fights I've seen. Fighters in my tickler file. So this could be yeah. the one, uh, the highlight you see on Twitter. You're like, who the hell is these two guys? Oh, my God, that guy's dead. That, that could be that fight. Yeah. So that that would be my two fighters to watch out for. Uh, for do you, do you have any other uh, fighters you want to watch out for or uh, move on well, to a, a matchup?
1: Well, this, this is why this card is really intriguing because they have so much talent in these prelims, too. I think our boy uh, Maserat fights, right?
0: Yeah, Javid fights Victor and, Henry. And Victor Henry is this warrior, never been
1: finished. He looks like a surfer dude from California. Oh,
0: yeah, he's got the Weird. beard and the flow.
1: I think Bash. I mean, you would think both guys have never been finished. They both have a lot of finishes. You would think it goes decision. I think Basharat might finish him.
0: I, I like think the but but I, but I like by, I like the other Basharat better. I like Fareed. Do you? Yeah. Well
1: yeah. then, if you like the other Basharat better, then do you take this Henry guy? Because this Henry guy has he, he's he's tough. Go look at the guys he's fought, and even the guys he lost to. This guy's a plus 300 dog. This is why I I can't go too crazy on bets this week, Mm -hmm. but I'm definitely watching it because I think this fight is very intriguing. I think it can go the distance or somebody can get finished. I don't know. And then there's the undefeated female on the card early. And then our first fight is our boy Bruno Silva from uh, Brazil who has definite knockout power. He's a two-to-one dog.
0: Yeah, he's going against Shahara Ahmad, So uh, also, yeah, a... I, I like I like Nathaniel Wood the from England. Yeah, uh, he's a sizable yeah. uh, favorite here, but Muhammad Mob the, the Tajikistan guy here, Tajikistan in the flyweight division. Yeah. I don't think that's that might not be lightweight for Wood. Um. So yeah, I like um. What what's what's the fight? you got a you got a certain fight on the prelims that you, it's must watch for you, you to pick no no one. i
1: think all the fights i think all the fights we have already said i mean
0: i I saved, really I, I saved i i saved one i saved one for my answer though who is it what do you got let's get to the middleweight division we got a moroccan yeah. abdul azatar going up against Shadriq Dumas. Dumas, the American rangy dude, (laughs) a lot of tats, got the hair. Uh, I I think Dumas, listen, I don't think he's had a boring fight yet. Like, I'm not saying he's awesome, he's going to be a champion or anything like that. He just kind of has that carefree attitude that, like, something's going to happen in that fight. So that's why I wrote that one down. Also like Nathaniel was right here, so. That's why this card is so
1: good. Uh, every I would say almost every prelim fight I could watch, like I'm I'm looking forward to watch because all these guys are either on a run or they're very talented. I just I think that this card could be really good mm-hmm. if we get good res if we get good results. So yeah, I'm with you. All the all these fighters that we've talked about, like it's it's gonna be good stuff. And what time did the prelim start?
0: Ten. I just saw it. 10 a.m. early prelim start on ESPN Plus. Easter time.
1: Get some, get some breakfast and slap it on. Is it on ESPN2 or is it on ABC?
0: Uh, I'm sorry, ESPN Plus or ABC. I'm just seeing Plus here on UOC's website. So, um, That's
1: fun. I'll be watching while I'm, while I'm doing my errands around it and uh, I'll be watching it, definitely. And uh, and uh, did you like Bruno maybe winning or no?
0: I haven't looked into that yet, really. Um, I don't know. Really? I don't know much about okay. Sahara Bogdamev, So, yeah.
1: Um,
0: I do like Bruno Silva. Um,
1: okay, but what what's the uh, fight before the main card? I think they they're giving us something good there. No, that's,
0: that's the Mackay of Elliott fight is the featured prelim.
1: Oh, is it okay? Okay. Yeah, two, so, two okay. okay guys.
0: That's got to be it because everybody else, uh, everybody else under the cards, either the cagey. So hey, Tyler or, like,
1: sometimes. Sometimes you—is this a spot where they fill up the softball to get these people excited? The, the, <sighs> you know, Muhammad finish him.
0: Maybe, but I—I I don't know. I—I I, I think you—you you mentioned Tim, his, his strength, of schedule. Uh, I think he could stick yeah. around in this kind of fight. I did, I just think that would be a, a good all-around fight.
1: Hey, what was Tim the guy that his wife cheated on him with his best friend?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's still got he's still <laughs> fighting he's still fighting behind that rage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's insane.
0: All right, let's get to the main card. Um, we'll start first fight in the main card, bantamweight weight show down here. Um I'm not gonna be the dumb American that says said it's Said Namurdramagov. Um let's see what he is. I I wrote in, I wrote these lines down a couple hours ago uh, from DraftKings. Saeed's a minus 218 favorite. Uh, he's going up against uh, Boy, this one's a tough one. He's from Tajikistan. Moonin mm-hmm. Gafarov. I think I got the last name. Gafurov. I uh, don't know how to pronounce or uh, announce pronunciate his first name. But anyway, uh, Gafurov, plus 180, so uh, just under a 2-1 to one underdog here uh, in the weight showdown. Uh, is this just a showcase for Saeed? I mean, I like Said. Uh, Russian, good wrestling, good submissions. Um, in the band and weight division, I think he's like a, a guy that's going to be on the rise here soon. But uh, do you know anything about the dog? What do you think about this fight?
1: Well, I looked at the dog's record and looked at who he fought. He looks pretty tough. Got- I mean, the guy's never been finished. Yeah, yeah, and he finishes a lot of people. I think does he have eighteen wins?
0: Mm, I see. Uh, well, he's got yeah, eighteen and five, seventeen finishes. Uh, that's
1: what that's what I was looking at. Yeah, 14 I don't want in the first round. <laughs> I don't want to bet this, but I do think there's probably a finish in this fight. I think Saeed he he let me down uh, last time. He got beat by an American. Is actually one that fought last week or the week before. One of our buddies was a Christian Rodriguez, or I don't know who he fought. He got beat by an American. Um.
0: um so, no. Yeah. it Is Mar- Martinez? Was he, he did fight. John- Martin, yeah, Mar- Jonathan yeah. Martinez fought last week. Yeah.
1: Hey. And jo- I tell you, Jonathan. I'm sorry, Jonathan Martinez. And Jonathan Martinez, I like that kid. Mm-hmm. He kicks his. A- he's like a kangaroo. Now you know, Kangaroo Jack. Get rid of Kangaroo Jack's name. Uh, Martinez is the kangaroo. <laughs> that guy kicks the shit out of people. But let me tell you, they yeah, Mega Manoff disappointed me in that fight. So does this a bounce back? Because this guy he's fighting looks tough. Now I don't know the the uh, the organizations that the guy fought in. I'm not too sure about that stuff. I, I'm I'm not betting this. I really want to watch it. I think somebody gets finished. Me, I think I, it should be on fight.
0: Me, yeah, I, go ahead. yeah, I'm not betting it either. I just I just think um I think Saeed's uh, ceiling is is a little more higher. But maybe I'm just not giving uh, off. Enough credit it, in this one. Is stuff. it the last name? Is it the last name? No, I, I. I'm trying to think of the fight. I guess I could look it up. Um, who he he backpacked somebody not too long ago. Yeah, he,
1: yeah, uh, was, it he Kurt, was it was yeah. it Cody
0: Stamen? He got him out in like less than a minute in the first round, like last year.
1: Whoever it was, an American. And he, it might yeah, have been might it it have
0: been Barcelos too, too, another name that I'm familiar with. So, um. I don't know, but you would think this is going to be kind of a neutral fight uh, from a crowd yeah. crowd perspective. Uh, for up from uh, Tajikistan and the Russian, um, you know, Saeed coming into this one, so I thought that that'll be kind of a, a split crowd, maybe. Um, so, but yeah, that, that that's a good one to get the pay per view uh, kicked off next. Now, this is a fight that it lost some luster. We could have had the big Frenchman. In this one, right? Um yeah. in, in the middleweight division. Yeah. Shit, what the hell's his name? What who was the French guy? Uh Strickland beat him. Hey.
1: Yeah, it's your boy. He he well he's a Muslim. Uh it's your boy. Uh yeah, I can't say <laughs> off the top of my mind. Yeah. God, we we God. are
0: we are freaking horrible here. We are we're bad <laughs> at this.
1: Anyway. I don't think we're bad. At, there's over, there's almost 700 fighters on the roster, so you know I'm not going to chalk it up. I know you're talking about it's the yeah the French guy. He's Muslim. I want to say it starts with the N, but I'm not I'm not going to throw it out there. If I had the uh, if I could pull it up on my laptop, I'd be able to tell you. But I know you're talking about
0: anyway. So the the French guy who the name will come to us at some point. He pulls out, but. Anyway, I thought he was going to get demolished anyway. So now they've trotted in Warley Alves from Brazil to fight the 11th-ranked Ikram Alaskarov from Russia. And Ikram, you got to lay 650 on DraftKings. Uh, Warley's plus 470 on the take back here. Um, <laughs> any 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 chance on the dog? Do you like Ikram? Uh What's your thoughts on this fight here in the middleweight division? Oh, they brought Alves.
1: Alves is scrappy. He's been around the way, but he's taken a lot of L's lately. Is he about ready to leave the UFC? Or is you know is this a spot where he has nothing to lose back against the wall? Because, yeah, if you go look at his last five in, I think he's lost two or three, maybe four. I don't know. But uh, the guy he's fighting, how do you say his name again?
0: Aliskar uh,
1: I think finished. I haven't a- Remember what the odds are for him to win by finish, but I think Aliskarov wins by finish definitely.
0: Yeah, I, I think Aliskarov might get a, a murder charge in this fight. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he, he. I mean, th- this dude's yeah. huge. He's powerful. We've seen him uh, take people out the leg kick. We've seen him use the use the hands to get people out. Um, and I'm gonna assume he's got some. He's got a little bit of grappling and wrestling with him being a Russian uh, as well, but I don't think he's had to use it really. So do I wish we could have seen him fight Nazardini Madov? I finally looked up the name, yeah, by the way. Yeah, that's um, him. The big, that's the big him. Frenchman. Yes. Uh, I think I think Worley's getting a check here, a good-sized check. Um, yeah. And, and Data's going to cover uh, his medical after this massacre. I think Aliskarov just Willie kills pay. him. I think the first Willie, round.
1: Will he really? So you think he beats him in the first round? Yes. Yeah, sub or knockout, or are you just playing the finish?
0: I, I would if I'm if I'm combo, I'll just combo a first round finish. I don't have to get real greedy or fancy with the with the knockout or the sub. So um but I I've been high on Aliskarov. He's been in my tickler file for a while. Um and I think this is kind of that uh that that stage bump they're gonna give him, uh, putting him on the pay per view portion of it. So uh, I think the world gets introduced to him this weekend.
1: I agree with you hundred percent. I'm I'm on board with that one.
0: All right, here's a fight right smack in the middle of this pay per view that uh, I'm excited about and I'm worried about. We got to go to the light heavyweight division here. Number seven, Brazilian top five fave in my favorite fighters, the one, the only Johnny Walker. He's a plus 285 dog on DraftKings, Going up against Johnny Walker's the seventh-ranked guy in the division. It's going up against number two, Magomed Al- Ankalinov, uh, the Russian here, um, on the take-back. He's the uh, minus 360 according to DraftKings Kings' favorite on the money line. I mean, that like I said, the, I'm excited and nervous for this fight. I, I want Johnny to win I'll probably do a little sprinkle on Johnny uh, in that, you know, high two to one, almost three to one range. Uh, but um, I, to me, it's me trying to will it into existence. Um, but if you look at Ankalina, his last, was it his last time out? Was that that draw in, the, in a championship fight for the interim belt uh, against Blahovic. Yeah, it was a split draw. Uh, wasn't great. And both these guys have recently beat Anthony uh, Lionheart Smith, uh, in, in in dominant fashion. So um, anyway, what's your thoughts on uh, Johnny and Ankelina? Of-
1: well, I mean, be beat uh, some Anthony Smith because Anthony, I think he, when he kicked him, didn't he break his ankle or broke or something with his leg? yeah, uh, yeah. So he couldn't. He couldn't. The fight was called after that. Um, my thing with Johnny is we love Johnny. Johnny. His last fight showed so much patience against Smith. Mm-hmm. He didn't go for the kill. Yeah. He didn't act crazy. We had never seen a Johnny like that. So is this a spot where Johnny, he's a plus, what, 300 dog? He has 16 knockouts and a couple submissions. The other guy, how do you say his name, the, the big Russian? Ant Goliath. Goliath. He has so much hype. The guy is strong as an ox. I mean, he's a bear. But he doesn't sub anybody. He always wants to punch. He's a puncher, and a lot of his wins, um, he wins lately. Recently, has been by decision. So, does this thing go the distance? Do it, we take the over on this, or do you think there's a finish?
0: I, I'm telling you, if it goes to, if it goes to the card, Johnny might get fucked. But I think if you bet Johnny, you'll have a chance if it goes to the card just his, his length probably... his length and range, I don't think Ankle is gonna be able to score a ton on him if it's just a, a strict, you know, stand up boxing match or a kickboxing match. So just John well, Johnny, Johnny can kick.
1: What? Six, six Oh he's huge. 6'6", 82 inch reach.
0: He's huge, yeah. The yep. other guy's
1: seventy yeah, he's got like a seven inch reach advantage. Mm-hmm. But the other guy is so strong, does does he wear on Johnny? Um, he can, but, but man, Johnny, like you
0: said, if he don't go yeah. to it. Johnny has a chance here.
1: Are you going to take a shot at Johnny on the oh, money? You know, line you,
0: know you know I am. You know I am.
1: Half a unit or full unit?
0: It might be a full. Listen, I I, I I kick myself every day because I I I didn't like Strickland at all against Dizzy, but he's one of my wow. guys. I should have played it. Yeah. I did it with DDP. I did yeah. it. Like who else? Uh, Sugar Sean. Sugar Sean. Yeah, like the last three or four pay-per-views, the guys I've liked, I've just been like, you know what, they're a decent-sized underdog. Nothing crazy, but I'm going to put a few shekels on it, and it's cash for me. So I'll do the same with Johnny. But
1: but is this, like I said, is this where the Muslims just massacre and have a huge run? I I tell you what, if I see, you you know, before this fight, if I see five or six Muslims win all by finish or whatever, I would be scared for Johnny. (laughs) <laughs> but if it's a split card and everybody's winning. But I, I this guy, I'm telling you, the thing about how you say his name again, I always put of- him. The thing about it is he doesn't sub people. And that Johnny, a lot of Johnny's losses are from subs. Um, So I think Johnny has a puncher's chance. And the longer it goes, Johnny definitely can win.
0: This, hey, this year's to been to good win for by Johnny. Decision,
1: it has been great. For him to win by decision, probably, what, plus 500? I'm Probably. guessing. Yeah. So I I can't bet Johnny, but I hope Johnny wins. And we love Johnny. He's gonna do the worm. Could you imagine if he wins?
0: Get oh, on get on board. Nuts. Get on get on board. We're going walking. We're walking with walking. Do you remember
1: when he jumped uh, after the wind and tried to do the worm or something on the ground, popped his shoulder out? Like the guy's insane.
0: Come on. His facial
1: man. expressions are insane. I, I love Johnny. He'll he'll do a little cha cha. A little Samba dance into the ring. I I love them. I love. All him. right, we
0: we got to move because the recorder is about to run out of time. Um, all all right, right, let's go to the co-main event here in the middleweight division. This was supposed to be Hamza Chimaev versus Paulo Costa. They get a bigger name to fill in here with Kamaru Usman. He's coming up to the, the 185 division. Uh, Chimaev's ranked fourth, um, and Usman was ranked number one, but that's both in the welterweight rankings, correct? So I don't know what the hell uh, to make of the rankings. But anyway, uh, Hamza minus 305, Kamara plus 245 on DraftKings when I wrote these lines down. Of course, everything's subject to change. But, um, I mean, I feel like I know what you're going to say here, but I will let you have the floor here. Usman, Shemaev, what do you think?
1: I think Usman... Is uh, taking the bag. He's getting a bag to fight this fight over yep. there. Short notice. Yep. I think Chamayev takes him out first, second round. I I already put a bet in. I got him at plus. I like I got him at plus one thirty or forty to win in <laughs> the first, second round by finish. Um, so yeah, I, I think Jamayev is, is going to find a way either to knock him out or get him on the ground. We know that Usman's a great wrestler. It's just this is the Mike Tyson. He doesn't want this. <laughs> Newsman's, and Usman's time at the top is done. He's not going to be a champ again. Yeah, he's, um, he's,
0: what, 37, 38 years old right now? Yeah, and he
1: had, doesn't he have bad knees or bad legs. Like, he's, he struggles every day. Like, he has a lot of pain in his body. It's, it's really hard for him um, just the everyday life. Um, so, I just think he's taking the bag here. Chamaev is a scary dude. Animal.
0: And I, I just think Fucking he's good. animal, yeah, to I, do you think he finishes him first second round or yeah. do you think it goes a distance? No, I it's only yeah, a three round yeah. fight, obviously.
1: Um
0: yeah. but I yeah, I think he I think he wastes him. Like I don't know if he's like I'll respect Kamaru's wrestling abilities to a certain extent. I don't know if he'll get like ragged like we've seen Jamayam do the yeah. other people. But I think Jamayev's hands are even better and if you wanna buy into everything you watch or read about um going into this thing, like this camp, Chimayam's taking it serious. Uh, we've seen him miss Wade oh, yeah. and stuff in the past. They said this dude is locked the hell in for this camp. Um uh, maybe he's maturing a little bit, but man, this dude's a fucking savage. And uh
1: well, you know, uh, he's awesome. Abu Dhabi, yeah. Yeah, Abu Dhabi's gonna be all for him. Like, oh, this yeah. is his moment.
0: Oh, look, this is coming this, out party this, to me. This we got we got one of the best walkouts in the sport in the main event. Chimayev might exceed oh, yeah. it. And I don't really care for the Chimaev song. Like I, I feel like it kind of fits. It's kind of, he like sprints to the cage. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, that that building's gonna come unglued when Chimaev makes his uh, uh, I should say, jog and, to the octagon.
1: Well, I think I think this too is where you see a former champ just look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think is his heart really into it. We'll find out. I just think Chimayev's gonna steamroll. I'm with you. To me, it's the easy play first, second round finish. I
0: agree. And this this fight, like the main event, I think got an upgrade. This fight, even a Kamaru is much more of a name, I, I think this is where it got downgraded a little bit because, like, you never. I agree with you one hundred percent. I didn't think yep. Paulo Costa was going to beat Shemaev. but goddamn it! Like, how I entertaining that, that fight was going to be! Entertaining as so hell either way it went. Like, you
1: got you got two meatheads going at it, and, yeah. and Paul Acosta, Costa. We love him. That guy. I mean, that guy is pure. He, he's he's he's, just a, he's Chad. He's,
0: he's Brazilian Chad. He is
1: Chad. <laughs> he is. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm with you. I don't like this. I I don't like Usman. He's boring. Um, so I'm with you. Chamaya rolls him and, and keeps the momentum going, and we love the main event.
0: Yeah, here we'll get to that right here. Lightweight title on the line here uh the challenger he's the champ but not the lightweight division the great alexander volkanovsky i think he's number one for me by the way just a little sidebar he might be my favorite i I agree with
1: you yeah i I reevaluated. i think he is number one i love him he has the heart of a lion yeah he's entertaining yep he never gives up a dog Uh,
0: and and aussie's like i i don't have any problems with australians like they're, they're easy to root for um anyways going up against uh the champ at lightweight, Islam Makachev. Uh, this is a rematch. These guys fought uh, earlier this year in Australia. Um, went to the card. Um, anyway, Islam minus 285, Volk plus 230 as the uh, underdog here in this one. I've went back and watched that fight probably twice. I mean, we'll watch it live, but I've, I've rewatched it two times since then with the volume off. I I think the crowd really influenced everybody that night. Um Islam just Volk could not stop the takedown. And anytime it looked like the raft was gonna start to like uh buckle under some waves or some turbulence or whatever, Islam would go back to the takedown. Um I wish Volk had a, a camp, a full camp to to try to take on this challenge again. Twelve days notice. It's it's a long shot, but Jesus, dude. Like he's Plus two thirty or wherever you get your line, uh, he's probably two and a half or under to one to win this. I think that shows the respect for uh on the sp- on the you know the line here. So uh, I mean this this feels easy though. Like I, I think Islam handled him. I'm rooting for Volk. I should probably put some money on Johnny Walker and Volk uh, since I like both guys so much. But uh, what, what's your thoughts? I'll let you have the last word here. Uh, take uh, the the main event where you want to go. Yeah, I, I, we
1: love Volk. I mean, when they play down under and he comes oh, out, we'll get great. chills. I mean, we'll get chills. Love it. And uh, But, you know, you know, Mag, Magachev is, is Khabib's boy. Khabib will not be in his corner again. Khabib actually said he would not be in anybody's corner like this because he doesn't want to show favoritism, which is, to me, weird. Um, so, I mean, how do you handicap that? Because he didn't look as good as with Khabib in his corner in years past or in fights past. I, I'm with you. I think Magachev wins. Does he win by finish or decision? I kind of like the decision. So you can I. get him at plus 180. Plus 180 to win by decision. I don't mind that um, because you're, you're shaving how much? Uh, almost 300 points. Yeah. So, actually, you're getting almost 400 points because you're getting plus 180. I think he wins by decision, plus 180. I think it's razor. I would say razor thin. I say I say Volk will put up a good fight. But would it surprise me if Volk gets taken down and subbed out? No, it wouldn't, because he has to drop so much weight. He only has two weeks. He's coming off an injury, so I love Volk, but this is a this is a big task. But if he pulls this off, man, the legend just keeps growing.
0: Oh, no doubt, no no doubt. Um, I actually one last point I'll make. I think Volkonsky might need to the, pull the finish out here. Like I get it, he's a small oh, guy. Yeah. He always trains and stuff like that. But twelve days notice in a five round championship fight, I I think he's got to take some chances do you, here. Do
1: you think he'll take a couple chances early, and if he doesn't get it, then he'll fade?
0: Yeah, probably. I think I think that's how it goes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just I just tell you what, I'm so glad he stepped up because you know he he pretty much saved the car by doing that.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, b- bad luck for Oliveira getting the cut. He had to pull out. Yeah. Uh, and we
1: love Egg. Hey, and Charles is one of our top five fighters, at least one of mine. Yeah, um he's
0: one of yours. i I I Yeah. I,
1: I just uh I don't I don't think he will I didn't think he was gonna win this fight either.
0: Yeah. So and then you have uh Paulo Costa had to pull out because he's he's got staff. He's he's had to get like two or three elbows yeah, it, surgeries. It, it's not it good. Looks
1: for- the picture he sent me looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, right. He was saying he was still going to fight. Get out of here.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, there's your UFC 294, your NFL Week 7, College Football Week 8 previews. Uh, Jam packed show. One last thing to do um, gambling advice. So, like I said, I already mentioned Navy at 10.5 in Minnesota, uh, the Golden Gophers at 3.5 are. You know, a couple pre-flop bets, I might look at a monitor, so I'll get those two out. And then I got three teaser or live bet candidates. Uh, How about the home team, the Ohio Bobcats? Uh, I like them teased down or live bet anything under 10. Western Michigan comes to town, OU. I think they bounce back. Um, But I I don't want to lay the the big 19 or 17, whatever the spread is. So I like the Bobcats. How about Rutgers teased down the under three? On the road at Indiana, they're they got five wins. This is their last best chance to get the six win, go to a bowl game. I think they ride the momentum off that comeback. I just want the number. I think they're five, five and a half point figure. I just want the spread uh down a little bit. So uh, anything under three, live better, teased is good with me with Rutgers and my final one. This is more so a bet against the team but I wrote down beside you need to be on Baylor teased up or live bet anything over seven and a half. Um, I just don't trust Cincinnati's offense to score Baylor off a of buy. Uh, they're not great, but I think they could go there and, and, and compete and probably win the game outright. So those would be my three candidates. What do you got?
1: Uh, I got tomorrow night's game. JMU live bet. If you get anything plus, uh, three, three and a half over. Live bet, if they get down, live bet the money line, anything plus money. Because right now, I'm guessing if they're a three and a half point favorite, they got to be at least what, minus 140, 150, 60-ish. So yeah, live bet. If JMU gets down, we're going to live bet them. Money line and anything plus three or more. I like Mississippi uh, Mississippi State. I think they're on the road at Arkansas. Last mm-hmm. year, they beat Arkansas. The line came out at seven. It's at six and a half. I want eight. Anything over eight, I'm all in. I could see them winning the game straight up. Money line. I like Mississippi State at plus eight or money line, and I'll live bet them if I get anything over ten points. I also like uh, the Minnesota Vikings. I know it's against your team, Tyler, but I don't think San Fran has beat Minnesota and Minnesota the last five times they've played. And every game the Vikings play, win or lose, usually comes down to one possession. Give me the Vikings plus eight pre-flop, or take a uh, take a dive on it. If they uh, if they get down seven, ten points, get them at plus, you know, eight and a half, ten and a half, eleven and a half, twelve and a half. Jump in. I don't know if the Vikings win. I'm, I'd say the 49ers win the game. I like the Vikings at plus eight or more. And those are those are probably the plays that I'm on. I think there's a there's some other yeah, there's some other games out there though.
0: No I like I, I don't hate the Vikings pick. I'm not I mean'm I like my team, but um, I try to separate uh, you know my my team from uh, a gambling point of view. Um, real quick and then I'll let you go. We'll plug the show and get the hell out of here. Racing, um, you got the USGP for Formula One at Coda in Austin. Uh, who cares? Max Verstappen will win again. So that's all I got for you on F1. NASCAR, listen up. I have Miami Homestead, mile and a half, 267 laps, a little bit of a cookie cutter track. One of my favorites, though, multiple grooves. Um, I think he could play Larson at plus 275, Byron at 7 to 1, Hamlin at 7 to 1, Truex at 6 to 1. And Reddick at six to one. I like those five guys. I think any one of those five will win the race. Um, in the top five market, Kevin Harvick at four to one, Chris Busher at plus two fifty, uh, Brad Keselowski at plus two seventy five, and Kyle Busch at plus two fifty. I like those guys. Think uh, maybe one or two of those can hit and it pay for itself. And then we got two long shot top tens. Eric Jones in the 43s at plus 350, to top 10. And Austin Dillon in the three at plus 550, to top 10. Um, I think it's going to come down the Hendrick or Gibbs. So it's going to be a Toyota or Chevy uh, race here. Um, I would lean Reddick uh, to, to be my favorite play. And like I said, he's what, six to one uh, to win the race. I think Tyler Reddick, who's been damn good at Homestead. Um, but the Truex truex denny has had past success here byron's won here before uh kevin harvick uh consistently in the top five or ten another guy to watch out for but he's in a ford so i don't really like him to win as much but uh those would be my nascar uh plays right now or my advice so uh anything anything to add before we close the show here
1: well, I think last week you gave me, and I'm sure you gave out your podcast, uh, Hendricks, to, to their team to win at plus 140. That cash, yep. great play.
0: Yeah, yeah I, had, great I had that. Play. I played it. I had that, and I had Larson uh, to win. I, I thought Larson or Byron, Byron were going to get that done. So yeah. I, I lost Byron, obviously, but uh, I knew making both bets, I was going to lose one of them. So at, at worst.
1: Yeah, well, I just thought the, the Hendricks had plus one one forty good number. It was a great play. I want to give props to uh, Bobby Russell. I think he's five and five, one. Five and one. Last Bobby's week.
0: five and one. Yeah. So yeah,
1: he had a great week. Good, good plays. Um, so yeah, that's all I got to say. Um, excited for the games and the fights this weekend. And uh, thanks for having me back on, Bob.
0: No problem. Rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Facebook and X at Podcock Available on all major and minor podcasting platforms. Spotify, that's uh, Apple Podcasts, it's Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, whatever, your Boat, uh, like, share, and uh, we take criticism and praise and all that. So we just appreciate you listening. I appreciate you coming on, dude. Uh, we'll have to do it again soon. And um, any famous last words?
1: No, I have nothing, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Hey, <laughs> I'm I've worked a, I worked worked a 12-hour shift today, so I am spent. But, uh, no, like I said, thanks again for having me, and uh, you're doing a great job. Keep it up.
0: All right. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, I will say go blue, bang, bang, Niner gang, and uh, keep your stick on the ice. We'll see you next time. <laughs>